talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast starts now. So I'm sitting here with Robin, my friend Robin. If you go to Voices in 93 uh, podcasts, you'll find her in there. You hear some of her conversation with me from last year. She's joining me on the intellectual this year, though. Hello. Hi. Um, just, I have you on this episode for a very specific reason. <laughs> a few weeks back, Eric and I think it was JJ. J- JJ and I were on an episode together. And at one point, Eric said something about Ebola sucks. And so I named the episode <laughs> hashtag Ebola sucks. And Robin got all excited <laughs> because... I wanted to hear about Ebola. Well, you work with. Yes, I work in the science industry and I'm fascinated by epidemiology. Yeah, so she saw Ebola sucks and she was like, oh, goody. You know, oh, we're going to hear about Ebola from, you know, Dave's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) And there was literally no Ebola content in that episode at all. Because, like, right after Eric said it, he just like walked away from the table. He's like, that's it. He did. He disappeared. Yes. So we never got in. We never got to get into his own personal opinion on terror it. of Ebola. He's terrified of Ebola. Like he's a hypochondriac uh. anyway. <laughs> so he's always convinced he has something, you know. But he was freaked the fuck out that he was going to get Ebola. I Is kept it, telling him, "Dude, really?" It's like, probably worse now that there's actually cases in the U.S. Yeah, I've, I've, I've avoided. I've avoided talking to him since. It, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, too much crazy. Um, but now you've got opinions about how everybody's panicking about this Ebola thing. I mean, there's what five yeah. people in the states of is it even that many? That? There was one death, and there's yeah, one death, and, and then the nurse has a confirmed case, and then everything else has been unconfirmed. Yeah, so I mean, it's yes. it's not like the flu. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. getting the flu. The flu kills more people in a year than any other microbe. Really? Flat out than any in, other? In the U.S. Wow. Well, around the world. But yeah, it kills a lot of people annually, but people don't freak out about it. But yet there's one death from Ebola, and all of a sudden everyone's panicking. Well. And the flu, you can get airborne. Ebola, you can't. Yeah, but I think it's the I think it's the nature of how you die. <laughs> you yes. Like with the flu, it's like, okay, you dehydrate and you shit all your stuff out and <laughs> like you're done, right? But Ebola, you basically turn into a bag of bleeding jelly. And yes, it's pretty gruesome. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> but what 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 are the because you love all these microbes. Like, you even have little stuffed animal microbes. Yes, I do, from giantmicrobes.com. What, <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what is it about Ebola? How, how does Ebola actually affect the human body? Because I know a lot of people don't really even understand it. My cousin certainly didn't understand <laughs> Yeah. Well, microbes are, especially viruses, they're very fascinating because you can't see them, yet they can destroy your body from the inside out. So Ebola basically melts, to put it in easy terms, the in, your insides, and then you start bleeding from your orifices, and then you start vomiting. Well, like the, vi- <clears throat> the virus attacks the cell. Yes, viruses get And then in. multiplies inside the cell and explodes the cell. Yeah. Right? And then those individual virus this. particles then go find more cells to attack. And Yes. They basically take over our cells and... Uh, Either kill the cells or find new cells to invade. So you're literally exploding from the inside out. Yes. With this particular... That's why it's fascinating because it's something you can't see with the naked eye. You have to use a microscope to be able to see it. Yet it could be so deadly to humans. And how how fast does it kill you if you get it? Well, there's the incubation period of 21 days. So you could get... You could show symptoms anywhere between 1 and 21 days. And once you start showing symptoms, it's only a few days until, if you don't get help, that 
Yeah, that's what I told my cousin. I'm like, you could carry it for several days, and then once it decides weeks. to go. Yeah, you can carry it for weeks. <laughs> and you not, have no idea that you have it. Eric's going to hate this episode. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. It's fascinating stuff. Um, what are some of the other ones that are like nasty? I mean, Marburg is very similar to Ebola. Like, they're the same family, right? Yeah. Um, what, what are those called? Um, I can't remember what the the technical name is for the type of virus they are. Oh, I don't know what your uh, fallow viruses or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. I anyway. mean, there's all different kinds. I mean, anthrax was a big thing several years ago. Well, now, anth that that's an interesting thing because anthrax, like you're always the powder, like ooh, right, the white powder. powder. Yeah. Anthrax is just another virus. Yes. And what does anthrax do to you? Basically kind of the same thing. Nice. But the I don't think the percentages, the percent of people that die from it are as high as Ebola. Mm -hmm. Ebola is, I believe, 90% chance that you'll die from it. I think anthrax is a little less than that. Nice. <laughs> now, there's a company here in San Diego that's, like, working on yes. an Ebola antivirus or whatever. There, yes, the right term. I mean, we use that in computers. Uh, yes, so a local San Diego <laughs> <Hear me> company, <laughs> local San Diego company was the company that made the experimental um, therapeutic drug that the doctor and the healthcare worker, the first two cases of Americans that came back to the U.S., they were given that treatment. Okay, and it's actually grown on tobacco plants. Really? Yes. Just when we thought we were kicking the tobacco out, they found a way back in. Yes. <laughs> well, when you're making a therapeutic or a vaccine, you need to grow it in something or on something. So you use bacteria or yeast or plants. Any of those could work. just depends on how you want to make it. And what sort of symptoms would somebody need to look out for for Ebola? Vomiting, diarrhea, bleeding from orifices. Well, bleeding from orifices would be like the last stage, right? Yes. <laughs> At that point, you're just fucked. So you're done. Yeah. Kiss your ass goodbye. Go jump off a building. Yes. <laughs> but I felt bad for the guy from Texas who died because he went to the hospital and they sent him home. Well, I mean, it's America who thinks, oh, this guy must have Ebola. <laughs> you know, like well, he did tell them that he had traveled to those countries. Hmm. I smell lawsuit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but now the nurse has it, and they transported her to, I don't know where they transported her to, but she's in quarantine. Well, there just seems to be a lot of panic about it, because, you know, the one nurse is in quarantine. They quarantined another nurse that went on a carnival cruise. Poor carnival. Like, they fucking can't catch a break these days. <laughs> no, they can't. <laughs> Every year there's something new for them. <laughs> well, I think people panic. I mean, the one nurse went on an airplane ride to Ohio and back, right? Well, imagine getting a letter or a call from the CDC saying, oh, hey, by the way, you were on an airplane with somebody who could have been infected with Ebola. People panic because it, I think it's because it's so gruesome of a way to die, but yet. Yeah, but it's also fairly quick. Yeah, but. And, and I mean, it, really, like, I, I, it sounds bad, but I might prefer dying to Ebola <laughs> than slowly dying from cancer. That's true, too. <laughs> you know? But, like, and people panic because they think they can get it through the air. You can't. The flu, yes. Ebola, no. Yeah, Ebola is fluid only, right? Fluid only. Yeah. Like STDs. Yes. <laughs> we'll not talk about those. <laughs> um, I did work on a project for HSV. Oh, yeah? At my old job, yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I shudder to ask what exactly your capacity was in that we were in trying that to project. Make, we were trying to make a vaccine for herpes simplex virus. Mm-hmm. To reduce shedding and episodes. Yeah, I have, I have friends who would be happy to have better medicines for that. Yes, and there's a large percentage of the population that ha has 
like, HSV. It's like 20, 25%, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's, I, it's like one in four or one in five yeah, people. Yeah, it's pretty it. high, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I have several friends who have it. Yeah, and so um, one of my lovely friends at work would always say, go ask Robin, she's the herpes expert. It was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Disturbing. It's not a moniker you really want to have. No. <laughs> no, but I've worked on... At my old company, uh, I worked on anthrax. I worked on Ebola. I worked on West Nile. I worked on HSV. I worked on malaria. So I... And that's why you literally have little cuddly versions of viruses that you can I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's science humor... My friends get it, but you find out you find out that Eric's all freaked out about Ebola, and you're like, "Here, you text me a photograph of this little stuffed doll." That's right. <laughs> That's my Ebola. Show it to Eric. <laughs> like, oh my God, I should give it to you so you can. Well, he's not living there anymore, but no, I could have just left it for him. <laughs> <laughs> left it on his pillow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the screams would have been wonderful. <laughs> so, okay. So Ebola is not something in your opinion, your professional opinion that we should be overly dramatic professional scientist. Yes. Who doesn't mm. know how to adjust her own television. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know what connections I have on the back of my TV. All right, I'm going to turn off my mic. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me over the head with it. <laughs> yes. No, I don't think people should freak out about Ebola. People should be worried about things like kids that don't get vaccinated for certain things, and it's spreading around schools. Things like whooping cough that we used to not have. A Stuff that we had almost eradicated are now coming yes, back. Yes, are coming back. Coming because, back worse. Because people aren't vaccinating their children. Yeah. Because they read one thing on the internet that says getting vaccinations causes autism or whatever. One bad article, and yet you can one, have... One bullshit fake study. Right, and you can have hundreds of scientific studies that show otherwise. And, but, one, and one stupid-ass celebrity flapping her mouth. Yep. <laughs> we won't name that celebrity. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Because, you know, I'd, I'd have her on the show if I could. <laughs> well, I'm sure because she's gorgeous. You just look um, at her. Oh, she just got married to. Yeah, to one of the Wahlbergs. Mm -hmm. To Donnie, I believe. Donnie, is he the one that was in? Sixth Sense. And, yeah, Backstreet Boys or whatever. No, uh, New Kids on the Block, New right? New Kids on the Block, that's the one. Yeah. Oh. And KOTB. Yeah. Is that what it's called now? <laughs> <laughs> I used to like them when I was younger. I hate he to was admit amazing it. in the Sixth Sense. Yes. That Lost all that weight. Like, he was completely freaking unrecognizable. Yes. That was some Christian Bale shit right there. Yeah. But she is gorgeous. Oh, so my I God. Would... Let's talk about... Oh, what? Christian Bale playing fucking Moses. No, thank we you. We saw that trailer in the, in the theater today. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't like him, period, so... It's just like, really, Hollywood? Everybody else in that movie looks Egyptian, short of... Sigourney Weaver, too. She's also in it. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Her hmm. picture flashed up there real quick. I oh, like, I missed it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I must have missed it. <laughs> like, Christian Bale and Sigourney Weaver have no business being in a movie. Okay, about so what Moses. about Russell? Russell Crowe? Who played Noah? Noah? That was stupid, too. Exactly. These people shouldn't be in yeah. those kind of movies. Yeah. It's like the days where Charlton Heston could play Moses are over. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> put some actual Egyptians and Middle Eastern people in those roles for crying be... out loud. Yes. I mean, Ramses is played by somebody ethnic. Yes. But Moses is Isn't. very much a white guy. Like, you know. It's Batman. <sighs> I'm Moses. <laughs> Let my people go. He's not my favorite Batman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can just picture it. <laughs> so I'm going to bring forth upon you three plagues. <laughs> Fucking, I hate that Batman. <laughs> I liked the first movie because it was so different from 
the travesties of the previous two Batman films. Yes. But I don't rewatch it. Like, it's not rewatchable. No. I don't throw it in the Blu-ray player to see it again. No. You know? Um, the second one, honestly, not a very good movie either, except Heath Ledger is amazing. Yes. You know? And Heath Ledger was amazing. That had nothing to do with the movie. Right. And then the third movie, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> no. Look up the third movie on Honest Trailers on YouTube. You'll see everything I have to say about it. Oh, I should do that. Yeah, Honest Trailers is the best. Uh, yeah, you showed me that. It's hysterical. Yeah, it's the best. They're, they're a bit on the Batman trilogy. <laughs> I've watched all yeah, the Avenger sure. ones. <laughs> yeah, those are fun. <laughs> um, they have one for uh, the new Transformers. Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, do they? That was out this this summer. And um, was that Revenge of the Fallen? No. It was... Fuck, I can't remember what Transformers 4 was called. Is that the one with the like the dinosaurs? Yeah, the, Trans- dino, the Dinobots are in yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Um, the whole like back third of that movie takes place in China. So the whole like back third of the Honest Trailers is all done in Chinese. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Just to show how crass Hollywood marketing yeah, is. is. They're like, oh, China's the big market behind right. the U.S. now. <laughs> Do a third of the movie in China. Yeah. And, you know, even the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, like one of the major set locations is in Korea. Is it? Yeah. So they're doing it. Are you it looking too. forward to that one? Fuck yeah. Is it what, May? Marvel's on a freaking roll. Man. I know. Is it May? Uh, Yeah. I think yeah. May. And then in August will be Ant-Man. August of next year. Yep. Nothing else in between. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on TV. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And this season's I, been awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's been really good. Of course, I like Ward. I thought I don't like him. Yep. Scruffy and in. I thought you liked beards. You, I do. You told me you like beards. I do like men with facial hair. <laughs> but I like him a little more groomed. Well, he's in jail. I know, because he's Hydra. You have to cut the guy a little bit. It's like he's in jail. He's supposed to look evil, so it can't be too trimmed. I know, but I saw him in real life. Hello. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> At Comic-Con. Um, and we we watched Gone Girl today. Yes. Um, I did not read the book. Before. I didn't read the book either. I usually read the books first. I had no idea. That was a fucked up film. <laughs> it was, yes. There's just no two bones about it. No. It was a fucked up movie. Yes, it um, was. I'd read on several reviews uh, beforehand them saying, don't see this with your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, anybody you want a long-term relationship with, do not see this movie with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably some good advice. Yeah. Yeah. That is hands down the best review you could give the movie. She was very... She was creepy as fuck. She was. And yeah. she knew how to manipulate everybody. Yeah. That was what, Rosamund Pike? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen her before in other stuff. and I've always, I'd love to be married to Ben Affleck. I've always liked, oh, really? Oh, yeah. So you're, you're, you're uh, jealous of Jennifer Garner? No. That's good. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I, I liked him in, um, what was that real life movie he was in he was the reporter that got him out of the country and he was argo. all scruffy yeah argo yeah he wasn't they, a reporter he, oh he was cia anyway his wife hated his facial hair i loved it <laughs> <laughs> let's see here uh gone girl cast ben affleck rosamund pike yeah rosamund pike neil patrick harris playing oh, yeah. a straight guy again I like him. Tyler Perry, I really He was good. I liked Tyler Perry. In yes. This. I was I was I was impressed with him. That guy's interesting dude. Yes. Like he does those weird Medea movies, you know, and like spends pennies making them, makes millions off of the ticket sales. They're right. not Hollywood blockbuster no. hits by Hollywood standards, but no. he's out making them independent. For next to nothing and pulling in twenty, thirty million dollars. And, he, and he's he has shows. He's building his own little empire. You know? I know. He's got what two shows on the own network? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's funny. Um 
And Patrick Fugit was in in the movie. I, I pointed him out to you. Who was that? He was the the young police guy with oh, the woman. Right. That kind of just stood. Yeah, he's the kid from Almost Famous. You That's that? right. Yeah. Yeah. He looks he looks the same, but really different. Yeah. Like, grown up. I, I don't know. It was like I had a hard time every time he came on the screen. I'm like, dude, that's the almost famous kid. I had trouble with the uh, female detective's voice. The <laughs> okay. strong accent. <laughs> okay. Um, that was Kim Dickens. Yeah, yeah she didn't bother me. There's, yeah. a, you know, I mean. All, the, oh. There's not much you can say about it. So, I mean, it's yeah, creepy. Because I don't want to give shit away. Well, but it's fucking creepy as fuck. Yes. And what happened to Neil Patrick Harris freaked me out. <laughs> and it was disgusting. You did squirm. You I squirmed did. in your seat. It was really funny. I did. It was I was disgusting. sitting there going, I'm sitting there going, oh, I shot something like that the other night in my head. And you're sitting there like all antsy in your seat moving around. Well, because you know it's coming and then it's pretty gory. And I had to ask you how they actually do that. In the film industry. Yeah. Well, you know. It was kind of, it seemed like it went on too long. No. No? No. I think the movie could have been shorter. No. No? No, I think it was just right. I mean, what would you cut? I don't know. I think you could do some of the scenes to be shorter. With him and his sister. Mm, No? I don't think so. You know, the, I have to say, I didn't think she was going to do what she did. <laughs> that that was surprising. Yeah, it was messed up. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Gone Girl. If you if you if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's a uh, it's a very good movie. I think I think Ben Affleck did a, a really nice job in it, and Rosamund Pike is stellar. Yeah, she was a good actress. She just creeped you out. I don't know. Seeing Neil Patrick Harris bang a girl was just a little disturbing, too. <laughs> well, it wasn't very long. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be taken With, any number of ways. <laughs> without uh, ruining it for other people. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, avoid Ebola. Yeah. Be aware of the flu. Get your flu shot. Get vaccinated. Yes. That goes for your children. And go see Gone Girl, but don't watch it with your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your significant other of any type. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are in any sort of situation with your relationship where things are rocky, don't go see that movie. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) You will not be in a relationship by the time you get home. (laughs) You will hop on the phone and be like, fuck off. (laughs) Done. (laughs) We are done. (laughs) I texted uh, my director friend who, who I worked with last week up in Hollywood. And he was like, you got to go see Gone Girl. You got to go see Gone Girl. I texted him on the, on the way here. I'm like, Hey, I saw Gone Girl. You're right. It's fucking awesome. But completely fucking disturbing. Yes. He rises back. He's like, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it makes me happy. I'm single. He's like, me too. <laughs> She's ruining it for all the women. Yeah, it's disturbing. It's a disturbing film. Now, I'm curious how close it was to the book. I, I don't know. I have no idea, but if you've read the book, I'd be curious. I do know there are paid, there are web pages that talk about the changes and the differences. That cropped up like days after the movie came out. Well, because people always do. I mean, the books, movies based on books, it's hard for me to watch because you you have your image of. You can't take 300 pages of material and cram it down into a 90 page screenplay and keep everything. It's just impossible. I agree. And it, you complained that the movie was too long as it is. So I did. You know, like what are you gonna do? You gotta you gotta trim stuff. But there's some movies based on books that are done really well and some that aren't. Yeah, but that that can be said about any movie that's original too. Some of them are really good, some of them aren't. That's like true. I don't think it's But it seems to be a theme now that all these movies are based on books. Seems like after Twilight, there's been book, 
made into movie after movie after movie. Uh, you you picked Twilight as the key moment for that? <laughs> That's the one I remember that started the whole thing. What the fuck? Are, Harry Dude. Potter? Okay, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All the comic book movies. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Even the like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> All the way back in the 40s. I know, but it seems like there's an influx now. No. Divergent, Maze Runner. No, there's an influx of young adult novels being turned into movies right now. But adaptations from prior material have existed for a very long time. There's a whole Oscar category for it. Yeah. And why is it they always have to take the last book and make it into two movies? Well, that's just a money grab these days. It drives me nuts. And that started with... Harry Potter. Oh, it did? I didn't read any Harry Potter or see any of the movies. You didn't see any of the movies? Not a single one. You got two daughters and you haven't seen the Harry Potter films? Not a single one. I haven't seen any of the Lord of the Rings either. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I thought you knew this. No, I have not seen a single one of those. Why not? I have no desire. Holy shit. Okay, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> this interview's done. We're Whatever. Done. We're done. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I didn't read any of those books, and I didn't see any of those movies. But you watched Frackin' Twilight. Yeah, unfortunately I did. What the hell? Twilight's the worst of all of those. The best part of all those movies was the big fight. That's the part I looked forward to. All the Freaking Lord of the Rings is nothing but big fights. (laughs) I know, but I read the Twilight books. I wanted to see how the movie adaptation was. And I was disappointed. I did like the fighting, but that was about it. Now, Mocking Jay? Mm-hmm. Is that the last one that they made? Oh, that's the one coming up. Oh. Part one. Okay, the part, last one was really two, good. Like six. The last one was Catching really good. Catching Fire. Yes. Our friend Megan Hayes is in Catching Fire. Yes. I, I thought that one was really good based on the book. But I can tell you right now, I was very disappointed in the third book. I've heard that from a number of people. They're like, they picked that one to split into two films? What the hell? Yeah. I was very mad. To which I respond, everybody complains that they cut too much shit out of the books. And then whenever they do decide to (laughs) spread it out, they're like, why are they doing it so long? Why is The Hobbit three movies? (laughs) I was very mad when I finished the third book. And I don't like when I finish a series and I'm upset by the ending. Well, I think, generally speaking... The longer the buildup is to getting to an ending, you're never happy. Going to be happy yeah. with the ending because you know you build up your own expectations of what the ending should be. Yeah, it's like all the people who who've been reading Game of Thrones since it started in like the early '90s. Like, I feel really bad for them because whatever these last two books are, they're not going to live up to whatever yeah. their 20 year expectations of the end of the f- the books are going to be. Right. So. Yeah, what can and I that say? That guy needs to get off his ass and finish those books. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. <laughs> He's like tooling around all these different comic conventions this year. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Go write. <laughs> get your fat ass home and write right. before you croak. <laughs> It's like all these all these websites on the internet and Reddit and stuff. Everybody's like, <laughs> it's a race to see if he can finish writing before he eats himself to death. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so you've been uh, you've been one of our, our more vocal fans on our website. Yes. Um, one of the, one of the few to actually leave us comments, which is nice. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, what have been some of the highlights of the show for you? Well, I've since I've got a fan on the episode, like yeah. curious to hear from you what you like and what you don't like. Well, I oh, like... don't tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I like um like Halo Circus. I've never heard of them, and then I listened to it, and I thought their song was great. So. I've looked them up and um, they're really good. I can't wait for their album to come out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just new things like the most recent one, the comedian. Oh, Mark Eddy. Yeah. 
you know, I just, he was great. yeah, I, you know, I'm just entertained by him. I like to listen to him at work and keeps me entertained. Nice. Um, if you like the halo circus stuff, um, you need to listen to this week's random radio podcast. Okay. Um, cause they got a guy on named uh, Mike Bauer who opened for halo circus when I went up to watch mm-hmm. them at the hotel cafe. Yeah. And he plays this really great kind of jazzy, um, bluesy music. Um, he's like a DA. He's like a district attorney. Really? Like he works at the district attorney's mm-hmm. office as a lawyer and then does music okay. kind of on the side. <laughs> nice. And his music is amazing. It's really, really good. So like I, we left the concert. Carla and I were there at the concert listening to him play. And we're like, yeah. fuck, we got to get him on one of the shows. Was, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I do miss the shows that you had with uh, Steve and Eric. Yeah. yeah. Steve and Eric, here, here's. <laughs> Sorry, I found them hysterical. I did too. I loved, I loved having Steve and Eric on the show. I just don't think I can get the two of them into a room together again. Yes. Um, well, now you got to find somebody else. Because you know, Steve was at my house one day. Here's the story, folks. If, for those of you who've been wondering why we haven't had very many uh, threesomes, intellectual is that what threesomes? you call them? Yeah. Now, the reason we have any intellectual threesomes lately is Steve fell asleep on our couch. Right, just sitting up. He was watching TV and he passed out. Okay, because right? he he does that. That's what he does. Falls right. asleep. Eric isn't Eric, and <laughs> he was on this kick for a little while where he would go up to people who were asleep. And mind you, he did this to a pregnant lady before he did this to Steve. I'm oh, just going to say that our friend Jessica, who who is on Sci Fi Sunday. Um, he's been on this kick for a while where he fires up the video camera on his iPhone, sneaks up to the sleeping, unsuspecting person, and just fucking screams at him <laughs> at the top of his freaking lungs and startles them out of their sleep. I thought Steve was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not appreciated. You know, and he was pissed oh my god he was pissed and he tried to explain to eric how fucking irate he was about it and eric just and ran down the hallway and wouldn't listen and didn't want didn't care you know (laughs) by the time eric wandered back out of the back room steve was was gone gone. it was was done (laughs) it was over steve's like i don't ever want to fucking see him again out he went but you haven't even really had him on an episode recently. Steve? Yeah. Uh, well, Steve got in a car accident. Oh, no. Is he to- okay? Totaled his Prius. Yeah, he's all right. He totaled his Prius. Um, so he was without a car for a while. And he's got a 2010 Prius now that his insurance got him into. Um, but at the same time that that's happened, his brother's gone into sur- like pretty serious surgery on his back. Mm. And his brother just uh, just got the okay after the surgery from a couple days ago. Just got the okay today to go home. Um, so Steve's been dealing with a lot of family stuff and Sorry a lot to of hear personal that. issues, and yeah. you know, just makes it hard for him to come down and yeah. join the show. And if it did, he probably wouldn't be very amusing anyway. Well, well he's always amusing. No, what's amusing <laughs> is your reaction to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I enjoy when he says the little things and then your reaction. Yeah. Is yeah. the entertainment. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> I think the last time I had him on, I was trying to explain to everybody that what we do is kind of a shtick. And he kept insisting that that's not shtick. That's the way, <laughs> is, the way it is. Is he really like that? Oh, no, he's totally like that. <laughs> I mean, what you get is what you get with Steve on the show. I mean, it's. I mean, all the stories are true. The, the fucking hashtag two finger story is the god honest truth. I laughed hysterically at that episode. Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't checked it out, go go check out the hashtag two and, fingers. And the episode where uh, he got waxed <laughs> when we were in the Philippines. Yes. <laughs> I still haven't posted the video of that. I should put the video of that up. Oh, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. That would get like ninety thousand hits on YouTube. <laughs> Fat Jew waxed. <laughs> he might never speak to you again. <laughs> nah, Steve will always talk to me. He's a glutton for punishment. 
Yeah, if he hangs out with you. Well, you know, he says it's the Jew way. They, you know, they're they're raised to suffer. So mm. <laughs> that's what he said. Wasn't me. Oh, if he's the Jew and he said it, that's <laughs> he's a bad Jew though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I actually was reaching out to him this weekend. I was I was hoping maybe I could get him on, but um, so you decided with me because you didn't have anybody else. Well, yeah. <laughs> You know, but I'm, you know, we were going to go see Gone Girl tonight, yeah. and I figured that would be worth talking about, which you know it kind of is, but it kind of isn't, because <laughs> like it's fucked up, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's a good movie. It's a very, very good. Don't get me wrong. It it's was done very, very well. Yes, good, very fucked up. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, and then the old the Ebola thing, like you know, I it's, just I it's just, fascinating. Yeah, well now and now you have an episode, awesome about Ebola. Cool. I, I just find it fascinating that something so small could be so awful. Hmm. Like my sister. Oh, boom, boom. Ouch. I'm kidding. I love my sisters. I know you do. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble for that remark. Yeah, probably. Well, Laura doesn't listen to the show, so it's not a problem. So you were talking about Laura then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call it out so she can. (laughs) She didn't listen to the show. It's not a problem. I'll make sure I tell her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Teresa will tell her. No, Teresa's got my back, yo. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, Brian. Brian will probably tell her. Although I said really nice things about Brian the other day on the show. He hasn't said anything. I don't think he's listened to the episode yet. When I was with Megan Hayes. Oh, yeah. And I said some really nice stuff about Brian on that episode. I haven't heard. I love Megan Hayes. She's her, so great. Those episodes are hysterical. <laughs> I like how you asked her to marry you. I would. I I'm you. sure you would. <laughs> when she was talking about the whoopee cushions at a wedding reception. Oh, my God. And having Star Wars going to Toys R Us, I oh, think. And- so great. <laughs> She's so adamant about not watching the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, it's it's one of those weird things where you you do something like this podcast mm-hmm. just so you can like meet people in the business, and somehow some of them end up becoming friends. friends you yeah. Know? And so it's kind of cool. And, um, I feel the same way about Halo Circus. Like anytime they want to be on the show, there's a freaking open invitation for them to sit down and chat with me anytime. And like, I was so happy to go up and listen to them play. And I was actually supposed to go up this past Friday, but I ended up passing because I just had too much going on. Too much stuff going mm-hmm. on because we had a film shoot in Hollywood and it was an all-nighter and I was still recovering from that. And then I knew, you know, I was going to have other stuff going on. It was just too much. It was too much trying to fit in. But there you go. And you got to know people from I wish I'd school. gone, though, because Orianti played with them. I don't know who that is. Oh, you got to look her up. Okay. Orianti. I think she's Australian. Um, did you see the Michael Jackson movie about his final concert? No. No? Okay. I'm trying to think where you might know her. She's she's this amazing guitarist. She's this little blonde girl. She's gorgeous, right? She shreds on a guitar like nobody's business. She's nice. freaking amazing. Um, and she and Allison um, toured with Adam Lambert. Okay. And they were on that tour together when Al- Allison got the word that Jive had dropped her. Okay. Um, but she and Orianti put a song out together called Don't Waste the Pretty. It's okay. a gorgeous song. You got to check that one out. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, so, I mean, it's just uh, Orianti. I mean, she's, she's great. I mean, she plays with all of the big musicians, you know. Nice. Um, we had her on the Martha Davis episode, I believe. Okay. Um, because... We got to meet Orianti on the red carpet for the Martha Davis and the Motels. Oh, that's right. Uh, show at um, the Whiskey. So, um, yeah, go check out the Martha Davis episode. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I wish I'd have gone so I could have like seen Orianti play live with Halo Circus. Like that would have been awesome, amazing. Yeah. And I imagine they played Don't Waste the Pretty together, which would have been really cool. Yeah. <sighs> Next time. Of course. There should be a next time sometime. I don't know. I'm sure there will be. Um, but yeah. So thank you for joining me on this totally random thrown together last minute podcast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I probably won't listen to this one. It's an intellectual twosome. Twosome. That's not as exciting as a threesome. I should play some Parisian music. Yeah. <laughs> Like we've been sitting here speaking underneath the Eiffel Tower in this twosome, you and me. <laughs> I have to admit, though, I did listen to my own uh, Voice of 93. Voices of 93 podcast to just hear how my voice is. You got a good radio voice. I don't think I do. Yeah, you do. Okay. I'm very, I'm more soft spoken than I feel like I am. You're pretty soft-spoken. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll listen to this episode. Maybe I won't. <laughs> well, it's a shorter episode. It's only like 40 minutes. So. Oh, it's only been 40 minutes. We have nothing else to talk about? Well, it's late. <laughs> I mean, it is 11.45. Yes. So, you know. But you said you don't sleep. No. Not much. But I, you know, I do need to go home at some point. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> I got to pack all this up and I still got to process it and get it online. You're going to do that tonight? Well, yeah, the episode's supposed to go out on Mondays. It's already going to be late going up on a Tuesday. Oh. You know, really, really early. So what episode number is this? 60 something? I think this is 64. Let me take a look. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> Why'd your voice go like this? My radio voice. Oh, hello. Right. Hello out there in TV land. My deep, sexy voice. That's what? not sexy voice. No, that wasn't very <laughs> sexy at all. There was nothing sexy about that. <laughs> it was just downright scary. Yeah, 64. You saying I'm scary? You can be. <laughs> nice, thanks. No, this will be episode 64. Cool. So only five more to the magic number. 70? No, 69. Oh, you're Simple terrible. Simple math is hard for you, huh? <laughs> Will you stop? You're terrible. <laughs> what? What's wrong with a good sixty-nine? I have to find a good. Uh, I have to find a good guest for sixty-nine. I'd like to see who that's going to be. Oh, I should try and I should reach out to like Sex Nerd Sandra or Sex with Emily and see if one of them would guest on my show for the sixty-ninth episode. <laughs> that would be a very interesting episode. If I could get Sex Nerd Sandra, because she's Filipino too, there'd be a whole lot of Filipino on the episode. That would be too much Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I have a lot of Filipino friends, and they tell me that Filipinos know how to party. Hey, karaoke. Woohoo. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Well. There's a lot of you Filipinos around San Diego. Manila Mesa. Is that what it's called? <laughs> what i've heard it called <laughs> <laughs> i know that the casino buses all leave from mayor mesa mm, yeah there are a lot of casino buses from mayor mesa yes yep yep there's no denying that yeah filipinos love their casinos i'm going to vegas this weekend wow what a coincidence i'm going too. <laughs> imagine that we're gonna meet up with your cousin my cousin yes right. stacy she hasn't been to Vegas like since she was a kid, right? She went to Vegas once. I think she was 13 at the time. She went for my sister's wedding because my sister lives in Vegas. And we hope we don't have to see my sister. <laughs> Love her to death, but uh, yeah. Well, I don't think you have to see anybody if you don't want to. <laughs> no, she'll probably want to see my cousin because she doesn't see her very often because she's in D.C. Um I see her more often than not, but uh, we'll see. There you have it. Yeah. We're going to live it up in Vegas. 
Woo, weekend of debauchery. Wah! Yeah, so now she's older than 21, so she can enjoy herself. Nice. Yeah. What sort of uh, crazy things do you have in store for your cousin? I don't have anything. I'm innocent. I'm sweet. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. feel like the monkeys. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. We talked about maybe going to a comedy show. You know, walk around. Oh, we're going to go to Toby Keith's bar. Because I, I'm not going to join you for that. <laughs> that's fine, because we'll be looking for cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, it sounds like I may have to meet up with somebody and do some work while we're in Vegas. <laughs> Such a shame. It's the life of the independent guy. I know. But, yeah, no, we're just going to see how it rolls and see what happens. You told me to get out and meet people. Mm. Yes, Vegas is a good place for that. Yeah, maybe. Especially for the type of meeting I've been telling you. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, if any of you have any suggestions on shit we can do in Vegas, you know, leave uh, some comments either on Facebook <laughs> or on the website, theintellectual.com. Let us know what you like to do in Vegas. Like, Do you know any great strip clubs for us to go to? Or? Well, if we're going to go to strip clubs, you would probably want a different type than we would want. Because, you know, Thunder's from Down Under, I don't mind. <laughs> Chippendales, no problem. But you probably want a different kind of show. Probably. Yes. So that's not going to work. Well, they can still suggest. Okay. <laughs> Why are you discouraging people from suggesting? <laughs> there are so many different Here it things. is again. Freaking barriers. Oh, stop it. He's my therapist now. <laughs> Tell me what I should be doing. Go out there and just let loose. Do something new. We're going to go out and have fun. There you go. You might have to come help us if we've both been drinking. (laughs) Can you come bring us up? (laughs) Me and Stacy together, sometimes uh, we cause trouble. Well, that's the town for it. Yes. Because we're very similar. We're alike. We like the same kind of things. It's kind of scary, actually. We're just 10 years apart. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. No? Well, she doesn't like it because if people think that we're twins or sisters or whatever, and so we always play the game, well, how old do you think we are, if we are? And they always make me younger and they make her older, so she doesn't (laughs) like it as much as I do. Gotcha. Well, uh, I'm not sure if we'll have an episode next week. Um, because we get back Monday, right? Yes. So You're going to have me on again. I don't. We can talk about what happened in Vegas. Oh, wait. What happens oh, in Vegas stays in Vegas. that's what we can do. We can oh, we can podcast in Vegas before we leave. You can have Stacy on, too. Yeah. Do that. Okay. So maybe we'll have an episode next weekend. The weekend after, or the week after, no episode. Uh, the November 3rd episode, there will be no episode because I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Go on a cruise so I can work on a screenplay because I just can't write at home. So, um, but yeah. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out all our shows on theintellectual.com, be sure to go check it out. Um, especially Random Radio Podcasts. They are starting to retool that show. And Alan and Solo are going to be doing more emerging artists type episodes like the episode that went up this week. So they're going to have musicians on and they're going to really focus on artists who haven't signed with major labels, haven't had a major break yet and maybe help provide some Avenue for them to get some decent exposure. So make sure you check out random radio podcasts this week, especially because this week is the week that it all changes. Okay. Um, for the better. And, (laughs) and, uh, and I love, I love Alan and and Solo. Those guys are great. And, um, they've been, you know, figuring their way out and, and, uh, kind of sorting out what kind of show they want to do. And, um, Alan's got this great, uh, deal with, um, Deep Elm Records. It's a small independent label. They basically have said, yeah, the whole catalog's open to you. So he's got music to play and he's going to interview their artists and 
Nice. It's going to be good. And uh, so be sure to check it out, theintellectual.com. That's intellectual with an X. Do you have any Sci-Fi Sunday episodes coming up? Shh. <gasps> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's a sore subject. Everybody who's everybody who's a, a member of the Sci-Fi Sunday crew has stuff going on right now. Oh. Steve, MIA, as we discussed earlier. Right. Um, Jessica and William got married and pregnant all at the same time, and they're coping and dealing with all of that right now. And uh, so it's just been tough to... Because you can be talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. We could be, except I'm like the only person who's up to speed on S.H.I.E.L.D. at the house. I'm up to speed. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe we'll do an Agents (laughs) of S.H.I.E.L.D. uh, podcast. We can record it while we're in Vegas. Well, now, see, now you got all kinds of episodes. Now I got all kinds of work to do. Thanks. (laughs) Hey, no problem. You want to work, right? (laughs) Hey, Stacy and I will be entertaining. There you go. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, there's a threesome. There you go. Yeah. Hey, it's Vegas. Yeah. Um, does she watch Shield? Do you know? Of course. She does? Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Well, we'll do a sci fi Sunday while we're in Vegas. So. She watches she watches more sci fi type shows than I do. Nice. Yeah. You guys can geek out together. Hey. hey. Holla. <laughs> so okay, thank you for joining us. We'll see you, I guess, next week for yep. another episode of the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Dawson. Joining me tonight was Robin. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. And we're out. This episode of The Intellectual Podcast has been brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles for you to download and listen to on your iPad, iPhone, Android, or really any mobile MP3 device that you might have. So if you're into audiobooks and you are looking for the absolute best, show your support for the intellectual by signing up for an Audible trial at audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. That's audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. And show your support for the intellectual network by signing up for the free trial with audible.com.